Hey everybody, welcome back to Live for Sports. My name is Nathan. So, a couple days late. This episode is going to be my full NHL season review, let's call it. I don't know, mostly playoff prediction. I have a big bracket I want to get through. Um, I know game two, we're down two games in each series. Every game is done, but um, I've been a little lackadaisical you could call it on this so uh we'll do that uh, i'll probably cook up some award predictions very beginning too and uh that'll be that so yeah let's get into it simmons is this the dagger oh! scores. and Vladdy drills it to left field Wilson is chased throws it up for grabs he's got mccann what a play what a goal So, I'll start this off with my award predictions because, well, it's kind of first before playoffs, I guess, because it wraps up the regular season. So, I'll try and fly through this so I can get in my bracket really quickly. Quickly, uh, We'll start off with Hart Trophy, probably the most, definitely the most important, the MVP. Um, I think... It is going to be Austin Matthews who wins it. I could even see him win the Ted Lindsay. He did put up 60 goals in a year, yes. Now, do I think he deserves it? Probably not. Um, Yes, he's having an insane season. Don't get me wrong. He really is. But I feel like all the hype goes to him because he plays in Toronto. And don't get, like, 60 goals. Super, super impressive, right? But the thing is, as much as it pains me to say it, I think Johnny Goudreau has been more valuable to his team, and I think he deserves it more. Leads the league in plus-minus this year. Put up the second most points in the league this year, I believe it was. Uh, something crazy like that. It, it Absurd season. Um, what? Let me... Uh, maybe it was third. This is postseason. Hold on. Uh, Goudreau tied for second in points this year, put up 115. Only only eight worse than McDavid, who's by far the best player in the game. Um, playing for a first-place team, for a team that some people were predicting to miss the playoffs. It was really close in the Pacific, um, and they were they're, they're a cup threat this year. They really are. And he, yes, he does play on one of the best lines in hockey with Lindholm and Kachuk, but my, I I don't know. I feel like he's the dry, he's the straw that stirs stirs the drink on that line, in my opinion. And I feel like he deserves it more than Matthews. And like, don't get me wrong, Matthews probably should win it, probably will win it, and he deserves it. My pick goes to Goudreau, though, even though it pains me to say, because I'm a Canucks fan, and he's a Flames player. So, I'll I'll say Goudreau's deserves it, but I think Matthews is gonna win it. Onto the Calder now. Rookie Deer. No questions asked here. I think it is going to be Marit Sire. He is absurdly good. He's maybe already a top 15 defenseman in the game. And he's a rookie. He's so good. Saw him live. Like I, I and I don't I don't see a lot of the Red Wings in person like on TV from the West Coast. 
and hadn't seen much of his game until I went and saw him live, he was absurdly good. Just everywhere defensively, made all the right passes, was such a smooth skater and like and he's big too. He's six foot three and he can move really weirdly well for a defenseman. It's it's really crazy. Um Zegris will get some votes, definitely, because he's Trevor Zegras. He's probably like the new face of the NHL. They might try and do that. He's got the personality, he's got all the highlights for it. He'll get some votes. It's gonna be cider in my opinion though. On to the Vesna. Hands down, no brainer. Igor Shesterkin is winning this award. Nobody else is really going to come close. Freddie Anderson had a good season. Markstrom's probably going to be the other finalist. It's going to Shesterkin, though. He was insane this year. He, For the majority of the season, he was posting like godly numbers, like all-time great numbers, like 940 save and under two goals against average, I believe it was. And he did fall off in March a little bit and, and kind of picked it up back up in April, but, like, he is absurd, and his playoff game, game one, 79 saves, was it? They lost, but, like, holy crap, how do you do that over basically two games of hockey? It's crazy. He's winning it. No questions asked. On to the Norris now, and I honestly don't know who to pick for this award, because it's either going to Yossi or it's going to Makar. There's nobody else. Maybe Hedman's going to be in there, too. Hedman might be the other finalist. It's Yossi or Makar's award, though. They are absurd. Yossi put up 96 points, I believe it was, this year. Maybe 95. Um, And that was the most... He put up 96 this year as a defenseman, which is absurd. That's the most since 90... Was it 96, 97 since Phil Housley did it last, I think it is? Maybe 93? Something in the 90s? Like, it's crazy. Nobody... Like, he was on pace for 100 for the longest time. And... McCarr was on pace for 40 goals as a defenseman at one point in the year. It was crazy. You think if you had it with 28 or 29. Um, it's, it's a toss-up. It really is. I don't know who's going to win it. I'll probably give the nod to Yossi just because he has the points. He has 10 more points than McCarr. Maybe McCarr's the better defenseman, but I think it's going to go Yossi. Um, will be... I, I would not... I. I think either one of them probably deserves to win it. One of them's not. I can respect whichever one wins it, in my opinion. Art Ross, that's already given out to McDavid. The Selkie Trophy now. Barkov is going to get mentioned, but it's going to Patrice Bergeron. I think he's probably putting up the best defensive year of his career, and he's just won multiple Selkies before. This award should be named the Bergeron Trophy, something like that, when he retires, because he is the best. He like he's the best defensive forward all all time, in my opinion. He is insanely good, and probably like it, out of respect, they should name it after him. Even though I hate Boston, and I don't hate Bergeron, I just hate Boston. He's actually one of the guys I can respect on Boston. Um, the rest of them fuck them, but uh, <laughs> it's it's going to Bergeron, in my opinion. I don't think anyone else should win it. Lady Bing, I don't really have anything written up on that one. Jack Adams. Oof. God, Jack Adams. I gotta think about this one for a sec. Um, could definitely put... Uh, what, 
Mm, this is really, really, really tough. Rod Brindamore's name should be brought up. They had a bad offseason, still led them to 116 points. Gerard Glant of the Rangers could be brought up. Man. Bednar on the Avs. Wow, this is really, really tough. If I I think I think it's going to Daryl Soto though in Calgary. I really do. Put him up, up to 111 points. Led them to the one seed in the Pacific, second seed in the West. I think it's going to him. Really good year. Turn first full year in Calgary and he turned them around. And he was really good for them. Exactly what they needed. Yeah, I'll give it to uh give it to Daryl Sutter, I guess. Pains me to just pick another flame for award, but I have to. Um okay, I think that's gonna wrap up the awards part of it. Like I said, it was gonna be briefly. Now onto my bracket. I will start in the West. Um Let's see here. Yeah, I'm going to start in the West, make my way over. Why does it want me to sign in again? Oh, there we go. There we go. So, Colorado versus Nashville. Start off. Colorado's currently up two games to none after tonight's win. Won me. Their overtime goals won me 40 bucks, by the way. That was nice. Um, Man. Nashville really stands no chance in this series. It's cool to see Yossi and Makar match up in round one. It really is. Um, they don't stand a chance. Yossi and the Preds don't stand a chance. This team is too loaded, and the, the shots on goal proved it tonight. I think it was 49 to like 23 by the end of the game. It was crazy. Uh, Connor Ingram was standing on his head for Nashville. Colorado's taking this in a sweep, in my opinion. I don't see how Nashville can come back from down 2-0. Maybe they can take a game at home, but... I think Colorado's going to end it in four. They just look too dominant. Um, Blues Wild. This is probably my most anticipated matchup of the first round. Probably definitely in the West. Uh, there's a couple other series in the East that look really good. Um, but definitely in the West. Minnesota versus St. Louis. Did I say Minnesota versus Colorado? Hmm. Minnesota versus St. Louis. I don't know. Um, Minnesota has struggled against the Blues recently. I think they lost all their games against them in, to start the year. They were, and then they lost game one for nothing. Ever, I was a little bit worried. Came back, won game two pretty convincingly. Pick hasn't changed. Minnesota, I think, is going to take this in seven. I really, really like Minnesota this year, and you'll see why in a little bit here. Um, I just think they kind of—I don't think they can afford another first-round exit this year. With the cap situation they have coming up, St. Louis, I don't really think they have a true superstar. I think Kirill Kaprizov is a true superstar. I think the Blues lack that. I think he's going to probably be the X factor in this series, and I think they got Mark Andre Fleury for a reason. Huso has been really good this year. Yes, Mark Fleury hasn't been that good. I think he's going to turn around in playoffs. So when it matters the most, Calgary versus Dallas. Now, everyone's picking Calgary in this series. I am not picking Calgary in this series. Something scares me, like terrifies me about Calgary. I don't know why. Every time they get to playoffs, it seems like, like, was it 2019, let's say. They were the one seed in the West. They were playing Colorado in round one. They won game one. They dropped four in a row and got bounced in five. Something really terrifies me about them. And then they got to the bubble, played in Dallas, lost in six games. Yes, they are different this year. 
And I would not be surprised to see them win the series. Something really scares me about them, though, to pick them. And I think in my anything can happen in the NHL playoffs. I think Dallas is going to take this in seven. I think it's going to be the upset of the first round, let's call it. Um, it's already 1-1. Dallas won tonight. There's only been three goals scored in two games in this series. One of them has been an empty netter. I don't know. Something really terrifies me about Calgary, and I think Nashville could be sneaky. They were hot coming into the playoffs, so I don't know. We'll see. Edmonton versus LA. I was really, really worried for this pick after uh, game one. I said Edmonton was going to take this in six games. I was really thinking about changing it, but I couldn't. Um, so I'm going to stick by it. I said Edmonton is going to win this in six games. I think if Edmonton was playing anybody else in round one, they would get bounced. But they're playing maybe the easiest team in the West. If Drew Doughty was playing, maybe I would say LA was better, but he's not. LA might be the worst team in the playoffs. And because of that, I, I really didn't want to pick Edmonton because in my mind, what have they done to get better than a first-round exit last year? They they got swept last year. Hyman, great pickup, yes. Contract, not so good, but he was a pickup. Yeah, it helps. Uh, you lost Adam Larson, and you replaced him with Cody Cece. Doesn't do much for you. Um, the Vander Kane pickup midseason, that turned out really good. Yes, it did. I will say that. Say that. I'm definitely missing somebody here, though. Yeah, I, I Duncan Keith trade. I don't know. I don't. I don't like their defense. I really don't. But what have they done to get better than a first round exit? And they got swept last year, so they got slightly better. But I don't think it should be good enough where it's the that they get out of the first round. But I think because they're playing LA, they're gonna get out of the first round. So I'm gonna take them in six. Um. I'm I'm a little bit worried about that though. McDavid and Drysaddle haven't really showed up to their fullest potential, I believe, in the playoffs before. Better happen this year because they're going to need it to go win the cup this year. Colorado versus Minnesota in round two. Colorado in second rounds terrify me because they are always the favorite, always really good. And they always can't get past the second round. They can't get over the hump. It's kind of like Ovi in the Capitals. Ovi always makes, basically always makes the second round. Can't get over the second round, though. The only time he's made the second round, they won the cup. Or the third round, sorry. Something terrifies me about it. And something tells me Minnesota's going to pull off an upset here. And I'm going to pick Minnesota to beat them. Probably in... I'm going to say six games. Yeah, I'll say six. I think it's going to be a really fun series. Um, for me, I think Minnesota realizes that they need to win this year. They are still a young team, yes. But they have their contract, their cap issues coming up because they have to pay a bunch of money to Suter and Parise's contract since they bought them out. And they're going to be in a cap struggle here soon. And... I think they realize this might be their best shot to win the cup, and I think they realize they need to go win the cup this year. So I think they're making the West Finals out of the Central Division. Dallas versus Edmonton on the other side. I don't I don't really want to pick either of these teams to make the West Finals, to be honest. 
But uh, I'm going to pick Dallas here because I think they can kind of shut down McDavid and Drysaddle. Nobody's ever going to shut them down, but you can contain them. And I think they can keep up with them for the most part. And I, uh, I'm going to say Dallas in six here. I Like I said, Edmonton, what have you done to be, be better in the first round exit? If you weren't playing LA, you were getting bounced for me, but you're playing LA, so you get to buy it in the second round, in my opinion. Um, but Dallas is going to take this in six games, I'll say. That leaves a Minnesota versus Dallas Western Conference Final. Definitely not what I had expected. Um, Well, no, I expect this, but definitely not what other people expect. Um, we'll be really close. No, won't be close. Minnesota's taking this in five games, if you ask me. I think they're the better team by far. I think they have the superstar player. Robertson, Jason Robertson's really good. I wouldn't call him a superstar yet. I'd call him a star, not a superstar. Kaprizov is a superstar, in my opinion. I think Minnesota has the better team. They have the better goaltending. Defense is close. They got better offense, though. Minnesota's going to take it. I'll say in five games. And that's my... Uh, people don't like how I have... I've, the people I've talked to don't like how I have Minnesota that going that far. But uh, anything can happen in the NHL playoffs. Anything. When it, you, I'll, I'll explain my reasoning at the end of this, but let's get into the East now. Florida versus Washington. I think... So it's 1-1 in the series now. Washington took game one. Florida took game two. I'm going to pick Florida in five in a gentleman's sweep. I think... They finally f- figured it out in Game 2. They won pretty convincingly 5-1. Um, I just don't see how Washington's going to be able to keep the puck out of their net. They did it somewhat well in Game 1. They only allowed two goals, but something tells me Florida's offense is going to click here in the next three games, and I think they're going to take the next three. Florida in five. Definitely the most entertaining series in the East over here now. We got Tampa versus Toronto. <sighs> I'm sorry if you're a Toronto fan and you're listening to this. You guys are getting bounced in seven. <laughs> um, I hate Toronto. I make that pretty clear. Um, maybe if you weren't playing, if you were playing Boston, although you probably would get nightmares playing Boston. And your team is really good and probably should get out of the first round this year. But will you? No, I don't think so, because you're playing the two-time back-to-back cup champs in Tampa who are battle-tested, know what it takes, and just really don't lose after a loss. The past two postseasons, um, following a loss, Vasilevsky, he's now 15-0 and with, I believe, like a 950 save percentage, something crazy like that. They don't, they don't lose when they... When, and they following a loss. Um, and it's good It's good to see that Matthews and Marner have showed up in round one early on in the first two games. Like, they have been contributing, which is exactly what you need for Toronto to get past them. But the goaltending situation really worries me. Campbell got torched a little bit there in, uh, in game two. And 
I, I just think Vasilevsky is a better goalie, and I think he's going to get the job done. And for the rest of the roster, it's pretty even. I just think it's really going to come down to the goalies, and I really want to take – I got to take Vasilevsky here. He's the better goalie. So I got to take Tampa in seven games. More pain for Toronto. I'm sorry. Next, we got Carolina-Boston. And this – Carolina's dominated this series to start off. They're up two games to none. Boston looks almost down and out. They've been outscoring them like crazy. Um – I said Carolina in six. I almost want to change that to like Carolina in four or five. Like it really could go that way. I'll keep it at six, but man, I'd be really, really worried if I were a Boston fan right now. Uh, Carolina looks very, very good, and they don't even have Freddie Anderson back yet. And it seems, and like Rob Brindamore even called out the Bruins. He said that they're targeting their goalies, which like, yeah, I could see. So I'd be a little bit worried if I was Carolina, if maybe if they go hurt their third stringer who's in net now uh Kochekov I believe is how to pronounce his name that's how you pronounce it um I'd be I'd be really worried um if I were a Boston fan though because you have not played well to start the series and yeah Rangers Penguins this has been a great series start that triple overtime game man that was the only game I could watch uh two nights ago and Louis Domingue, how do you, you gotta love Louis Domingue, the Penguins, third stringer, ex-Canucks legend, comes in in double OT and plays actually really well and doesn't let a goal in and lets Pittsburgh finish the job in triple OT, um, but no, if Penguins goalies can't get healthy, I'm taking the, Ra- I, I picked the Rangers in six, I'll stick to that, uh, they need to get healthy though, and because if they don't, Igor Shesterkin, the Vesna winners on the other side, and he's going to lock it down, in my opinion. So, the, you better hope that Jari or Smith is able to come back. If you don't, then this series is probably over. I don't trust Louis Domingue. I'm sorry, Louis, but I don't. Back up to Florida versus Tampa Bay now. Battle of Florida in this one. And... As much as I want to pick Florida and say they're the better team here, it's Tampa Bay. They are the two-time Stanley Cup champions for a reason. The back-to-back cup champs for a reason. And I I don't think Florida's ready yet. They haven't had enough playoff heartbreak to like get past, whereas Tampa has. They've, they've been battle-tested before. They've had their heartbreak. They want to win more now. I'm taking Tampa here. I'm taking Tampa in seven games in the second round. But uh, we'll see. If if Florida plays Toronto in this round, or then they'll make it through. But no, actually, no, no. I'm sorry. I can't pick. I, I would pick Toronto over Florida if they got that far. But I'll take Tampa in seven games here. I think just they're more battle-tested. They're more ready. Carolina versus the Rangers down on the bottom half in the Metro Division bracket. And could be really entertaining. Will it, though? Probably not. I don't know. It's really tough for me. Man, this could... See, I picked six games on both sides in the other one, and I picked seven. You know what? I'm going to get Carolina in five here. I just think that they have the probably the better coach 
although both are great coaches, their offense is probably better. Their defense is better. The goaltending is slightly worse in Freddie Anderson compared to Shesterkin. Um, I think it could be some really tight games, but I think I want to take Carolina in five games here. I just think they're going to find a way to solve Igor here and get the job done. I don't know. There's always something kind of bold that happens each round. I'll say Carolina went in five, even though most people might say that goes six or seven. Now we got the Wild. Oh, no, the Wild are in the cup finals. <laughs> I already got that word. So that would leave a Carolina versus Tampa Bay Eastern Conference Finals. I think this one goes seven games. And I think Carolina is going to take it. Now, I... Oh, man, yeah. Carolina's going to take it. That's just a hunch. I just think to win three times in a row is so incredibly hard. And it just drains you energy-wise. And I think they're just Tampa's just going to run out of gas at the wrong time. And I think Carolina, for the past couple years, they've had their defeat. Because... Most cup-winning teams have their heartbreaks the years prior. They get bounced in round ones or, like, can't get over the hump of, like, a second round or the third round even, Carolina. They, they've they lost a couple of different series the past couple of years to the point now where I think they're ready to go win. I think they've had their heartbreak and they're ready to break through, just like the Wild, kind of. Uh, Tampa, they've had their heartbreak. They've won now. But I think they're going to run out of gas at the wrong time. The three-peat's going to die right at maybe, not the very end, but like right near the finish line where it's in sight. Um, I think Carolina's going to take it in seven games. I think it will be a really good series. But yeah, that's going to leave a Minnesota versus Carolina Stanley Cup final. And here's my reasoning for picking these two teams. Do I think these two teams are the best teams on each side? No. Do I think they are kind of, the, they are very hot teams which is kind of what you want coming into the playoffs. And how often is it that two favorites on both sides actually make it to the cup final? It rarely happens. Rarely. You look at last year, let's say. Everyone was picking oh, Tampa versus Vegas or Colorado in the cup final. I think I picked Vegas versus uh, Tampa in the cup final. Did it happen? No. How often? It was a surprise team in Montreal who got that far. Go back to 2020. Was Dallas supposed to make the cup final? No. They weren't. And frankly, I I, I don't know. Like 2019, were the Blues ever supposed to make the cup final? No. They were dead last in the league in Janu- as of January 1st. They made went got really hot going into the playoffs, came in as three seed. I had them losing in round one. I remember that year. and But I did say they are a dark horse team to go all the way. What happened? They went all the way. And 20, 2018, Washington versus Vegas. Do you think anyone had Vegas going to the cup finals that year? No. It's always a shocker team. This year, I think it's going to be two shocker teams, so to say. But I don't really think they're not really shocker teams. It's just teams I feel like aren't getting picked enough. Not like a wild card level team, but like I don't know. I think they take down their juggernauts. I think this could be a really, really good series. 
something tells me pick Minnesota this year, though. I don't know what it is, but something tells me to pick Minnesota. I don't know why. I really don't, but I think Minnesota's winning the cup this year. I think they're going to beat Carolina in... I'm going to say six games. I'll say six. I think it'll be really entertaining, those games, though. Aho versus Kaprizov will be great for those two. I think Carolina might be the better team, but I just have some weird itch about Minnesota this year, to be honest. And I think they're going to get the job done. Minnesota is going to win the Stanley Cup in 2022. I have placed money on it. I have placed money on Kaprizov winning the Smythe. I think that's who's going to win it if Minnesota does. I don't know. Something's telling me to pick Minnesota. I don't know why. But yeah. That's all I really got to talk about this episode. So. I'd, I'd, I don't know. Drop your takes though. I'll, on the Instagram. Drop your takes. What do you think? My bracket. I want to know. Because. We'll, we'll see by the end of the playoffs. Do I think this is actually going to all come to fruition? No. It never does. But, wow, if it did, that'd be crazy. Um, if it did, I would have to go find a way to buy a lotto ticket underage. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I wouldn't do that. Maybe when I turn 19, I would, though. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so that will wrap up this episode. I got an NBA episode cooked up for next week. Uh, we'll have a new guest on, actually, I believe. So, uh, see you then, I guess. Uh yeah, but Minnesota's going to win the cup this year. That's all I got to say. So uh, thanks for listening if you got this far. Peace out.